This is Reset and can be found at mccabe.io. I'll be talking about anything that plugs in or takes batteries, mostly home automation, networking, home storage, and I'll be bringing some friends along. Reset was inspired by a bent paperclip that's sat on my desk for years. It reminds me that no matter how much we mess something up, there's usually a reset button. Let's get started. Welcome back to Reset, everybody. I'm your host, David McCabe. This is episode number 47, recorded on this beautiful Friday the 13th. I hope you are finding it well, and it's almost... No, it's not back to school, but I'm at that point where I think my summer is is on its like bottom leg, right? I'm at the top of the hill, and I'm looking down, and we're about... Well, this is how crazy it is. We're about ready to push off and fly down the hill, right? Tons of things going on. I'll explain. It's back to reset. Thanks for tuning in. Okay, so today we're going to go over... I've got a lot of little gear to talk about. Amazon Prime Day. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about Ring. We're going to have a Wi-Fi update. Talk a little bit about uh, drones and the Surface Go. That's the big, kind of the big news weighing on my mind. So we're going to jump into that. That'll be at the end. And maybe if I have extra time, I may do a little crypto update. I don't know. But that'll be at the end. And you don't have to listen to that if you don't want to. Beautiful. Let's start. So Dave, where have you been? I, I've been here. Promise you. I've been here. Now, I've also been traveling. So we do a lot of travel. And I'm off again. I mean, we're we're here for a little while, and then boom, we're gone again. But we've done, we've got out of school. We did baseball season. Hey, baseball season was a great success. Coach Dave and the team, we have pulled out a first place. We we brought home the hardware, and a great bunch of kids, great team, uh, mind you. We were in a fifth grade and sixth grade league. We only had one sixth grader. That's how good of a team we had in these young boys. So real good, real good time. Congratulations to my son and that team. We're into football. Yeah. Okay. I should say, I should back up. My son has been into football. I don't go anywhere near that kind of coaching. Way too intense. I don't have any, I mean, I know football, right? But you got to know football in order to coach that at a high level. And he is on a team that is kind of pretty high level. It's not the rec team. It's it's the team that all the rec players want to be on, right? It's the the cream of the crop. Cream of the co- crop. Why can't I say that? They've been playing, practicing, training since November. So now I'm not that freakish parent where, you know, he's in three sports and he just does that 24-7, right? No, but... The football thing is kind of a special thing, and he knows it. He knows he he made a good team, and he's getting in that. So needless to say, I've been busy, right? So we've been real busy. Now, we also have this pool house that I think is done. I think I can look out there and say it's done. Now, it has been an absolute nightmare to get this thing built. I'll, if you remember, we started this one year ago, building the pool. And when the pool was done... Then we started in the pool house, and yes, it took it took a year to get a little, 
Oh, I don't even remember the dimensions now. This little bitty pool house. If you follow me on Patreon, you've seen it. Maybe you've seen it on Twitter. Um, we've got a lot of tech in there. I did, I, and I may repeat myself, guys, because you know it's been a while since uh, episode 46, but the wife asked me what I wanted for my birthday, and I said, just approve my pool house audiovisual bug, uh, budget. Just, just approve it. I don't need anything for my birthday. She says, go for it. So I got got the TV, got the mount, got everything up, got the amp, got a switch, uh, repurposed an Eero, uh, an Eero access point. I did some special mounting brackets to uh, mount a soundbar under the TV, and I mounted uh, an ALEXA, she who shall not be named, to the side. So you can go out to the pool house. And I, I take it offline. I do have to take it offline. Because I was walking around the pool the other day. Uh, I was doing something different. I think I was playing with the... I have a little vegetable garden. And all of a sudden, I hear... Uh, what's her name? Talking. And I'm like, what? What is that? So we've got that uh, telephone interface device, right? For the, uh, the ecosystem. And she was announcing a phone call. And I was like, oh my God. I cannot leave the A-L-E-X-A outside anymore. Besides people, if they knew it, they could walk up and, um, you know, do some ordering. Hey, order, you know, 40 pounds of Tide or something. And that would be a disaster. But also you could accept my phone calls. You could, you know, all, you, you know what a disaster it could be. So um, that's fun. But it is kind of nice to uh, tell her to, you know, play top pop. And this is usually what we do, play the playlist top pop. Or uh, uh, I, it's a Yamaha amplifier. And I stepped up in price on the Yamaha amplifier. So I can do two zones. And that's not a step up, but bear with me. So I can play music on one zone, and the TV can be playing on a second zone. But if the TV has something cool, like let, let's say we're watching World Cup, right? That's going on right now. We're watching that World Cup game, and we want to broadcast that sound to the pool. You can do that. You can turn around the TV sound and blast it out to the speakers to the pool. So that's kind of what I wanted to do, and we haven't even hardly used the TV. Right? It, it doesn't come on a whole lot. Now we had a we had a the baseball team over. So I flipped around on uh, on Netflix and Amazon Prime, and we played some baseball movies, right? We had that going in the background, but we just had music going over the speakers. So I probably, don't tell the accountant, uh, the CFO, I probably could have got by with a cheaper amp. In, uh, but I kind of had that, that vision in my head, right? Here's how I want it, and I had it drawn on paper. Everything works really well. I don't have Ethernet to it yet. Can you believe that? I have the Ethernet there. I just don't have it crimped. I don't have it hooked into the, the house. So I put an Eero out there and fired it up over Wi-Fi. I said use the Wi-Fi as the backhaul and use the Eero as the switch. So I plugged in a switch. The Eero's talking to all kinds of devices out there, and it works great. I mean, I have enough bandwidth to run the thing out there. So naturally, I haven't been you know, just jumping at the the opportunity to click in this Ethernet cable. So I should do that. I do need to do that. So 
that kind of brings me into my ring experience. I've got, and stop me if I've said this before, you know, like that's going to work. Sorry. (laughs) I've got three ring cameras, right? I've got the spotlight cam, which is spotlight. It's like, it's like, it's like that outdoor super spotlight. When it sees motion, it turns on and turns the light on, but this time it'll record and it will, you know, send me a little notification and it's caught all kinds of stuff. I've caught so much stuff on these ring cameras, critters. I've caught, I catch people cutting through my yard with their dogs. I don't know why they don't go around. They want to cut through my yard. So it's kind of, it's really neat. I've really been enjoying my ring camera experience. I also have a battery operated ring camera. It's the outdoor camera. It has, uh, it does have little spotlights on the side of it. It has uh, a battery that slides into it. It has a spot for a second battery that I'm contemplating getting, or you could get the solar panel. Now I don't, want to call much more attention to it because nobody knows it's there and I kind of put it in plain plain spot but it kind of it monitors the pool so so should anybody you know walk out onto the pool cover or something stupid like that boom it's going to catch that on video I I think I should buy the second battery that's what I should do because it's that's pretty cool to have you know two batteries in there and so that's been really good now if you've been listening and you know me, I have been chomping at the bit. That is an old term. I don't know if you young guys are going to know that. But I've been jonesing for the alarm system. The ring alarm system. I think it's actually called ring security, but it comes with the keypad. So the, a little number pad so you can do you know, your your pins and arm disarm. Comes with a contact sensor, motion detector, and a range extender. Extends the signal from the base station to like more contact sensors and whatnot. Now it also is going to come with uh, a water sensor and a freeze sensor, an alarm for smoke, and uh, it... It listens to CO2 detectors and uh, carbon monoxide detectors, not CO2, and um, smoke alarms. So I don't have any of those out there. I wonder if that's any kind of code violation. A little pool house out there. Should I have a smoke alarm? Probably should have a smoke alarm. Hmm. I need to look into that. So they will soon have a device that listens for your existing smoke alarms. And carbon monoxide detectors. That'd be that'd be work great in my house today, but in, in my pool house, I don't have those out there. Okay, Dave, have you bought this? No. Why haven't you bought this? It's $200. Now, that's not the reason I haven't bought that. That is a fantastic price. $200 worth of hardware, and I'm already paying for the premium. I, w- I would have someone to monitor my house (sighs) okay gather yourself i'm i don't know i'm in that weird phase right now where i don't know if i have the time to implement that right we talked we talked in 46 that uh and i was going to talk about this later i've got this connected 
alarm panel that hooks into Z-Wave and takes over the alarm for your house. And I've got that, and I want to do that kind of in my brain versus this ring alarm system, right? This It has monitoring, and actually this ring alarm system will should be able to use my Z-Wave devices in this home. So I, I would have to unpair them and actually repair them with the Z-Wave. And I haven't done a whole lot of like, I'm going to have to dig in some kind of forum, maybe some ring forum and and see if you know some of the stuff that I have will actually work. Now I'm also, it also makes me nervous, you know, to have that system and have it like monitored. And I, I don't know why that makes me nervous. It just does. I, I've never, I've never done that. Everything in this home right now is hardwired. And I would be either I use the connected panel, which would use, it would connect my Z way or my uh, glass break sensors. I could use the, you know, the extra sensors that are around the house for motion or I could go to this ring system. So I hate to say that I need to put this in front of the CFO, but I probably really need to put this in front of the CFO and ask for permission. Which one do you want to go with? I need a monitored solution. I, I, I think I would like to go with the ring. I really would. But I, I don't know. Tell me what you think, what you like, what you are doing what you're thinking about would you use this ring system and retrofit your entire house now see right now i talk bad about my smart things a lot right i do i it, sometimes it drives me absolutely bonkers and then there's those times where you know it's working everything is going along smoothly and i you know, I should give it some credit for for doing that. I only talk bad. I only talk about smart things when it's making me mad. But it's been chugging right along. I did have to buy some wall plugs, some Z-Wave, some Z-Wave wall plugs, and some Zigbee wall plugs, and position them around the house in order to get signal repeated into areas which I needed repeating, did some exterior illumination on uh, on the house here and in the pool house, the trees, you know, the, the path lighting around there. And I have a trans, two transformers, so I have two systems, and I, I have them both on outdoor GE Z-Wave plugs. You know, those are outside. So I've had to kind of locate some repeating in order to make that connection reliable. It's what a pain in the butt to have all this money paid for, you know, exterior lighting and you drive in, you know, from somewhere, you go to a movie and you drive home and the system's not on, right? Because whatever happened, the Z-Wave signal or the Zigbee signal bounced around and never got to, you know, the controller. So I've done that, and everything's working really well. But is it working well enough where you would arm an alarm system and have it 
wake you up with a blaring siren if there was a problem, if a contact sensor was to open. That That's another, another story. Also, I know we've talked about uh, smart things and my crazy garage door openers. I would have to reinvest with garage door sensing and open close. So I would have to do that as well. <clears throat> so it's all coming back to, I had a, a temporary break in there between uh, while I was talking about this smart things, but it comes back to, do I want to invest in the smart things as my alarm system with the connected IO panel or do I want to use the ring system? I'm still kind of up in the air. Again, I may have to ask the CFO and the first thing is going to happen is she's going to look at me like, really? This is what you think about all day long? These are your problems? Really? So I'm bound and it, you got to find that right time, right? Maybe a good movie, a little wine, <laughs> butter up the CFO, right? On a Friday, not a Monday, you know, do the, do it, do it nice, do it real good. So I also have two ring doorbells. I have the ring pros, the two small ones. I know we've talked about that on the sides. These things are working fantastic. Awesome. It is so cool to get a doorbell when you're, you know, away from home and you can look at it. Or even when I'm up here in the reset studio and I get a ring of the doorbell and it's the neighbor kids and I can jump on and say, yo, neighbor kids, you know, they're, they're around back or something, or they're not here, you know, go, go find them over at a buddy's house. And they're like, okay, thanks, Mr. McCabe. And they leave. It's a good thing. And I know I'm kind of late to the ball game. You guys have all had your ring doorbells for all these years, and I'm late to the ball game, but that's fine. I am enjoying it. My ring experience has been top notch. I mean, top notch. Really, really good stuff. Okay, um, Patreon. Patreon is going well, and I need to just take some time and say thank you to everybody out there that is a patron. If you haven't, if you haven't thought about it, you can go to patreon.com slash David McCabe. We are still trying to reach the next tier. In the next tier, I want to, I'm going to invest into the Reset Forum server and get it all on an SSD RAID 10. That's my goal. And that's what I want to do with that next tier. But I'm not complaining because you guys have supported me through the years. I see you out there. I know, you know, it took a month to get from 46 to 47, took my summer break, but we were back at it. We're going to do, uh, we're going to back into the forums, back into the podcasting. We're going to get hopefully back into YouTube. I have a huge backlog of devices to take a look at. And that tends to happen. Summertime comes and it's nice outside. I am, I mean, I can see the pool. I've got the pool open right now, burning off some chlorine. And I've got a pizza order and I'm going to stop this podcast uh, at some point and just go out there and chill and swim and I'll have to come back to the podcast. But um, I'm telling you, summer, summer plays a number on me, folks. I apologize for that. It's just, that's just one of those things. The numbers drop off too. The listens, right? It's it's normal. It's just normal stuff. That's that's what happens with summertime. But I can't thank you enough to all the patrons out there. And hey, you know what we've started doing? 
I sent out, we did another giveaway, and I gave away some, uh, some little trinkets here and there. But we also, in this group, I sent out two pieces of hardware. I chose a couple of devices that have been sitting here, and I was like, you know what? I, I'm not going to get to these anytime soon. Let's send them out to a patron and see if anybody wants to review these things. You know, try it out. Write a couple of paragraphs, good, bad, indifferent, whatever. And hey, there's a chance that that gear could like start making its way around to different patrons, right? We might just keep sending it until everybody gets to take a look at it. We'll just wear these things out. So that's another perk of being um, the upper level on on the patron. So get out there. Try, try it out. Patreon.com slash David McCabe. I'll give you a shout out next week. And everybody that signs up for Patreon, we're going to give you a reset sticker. You will get that and throw it on your laptop or in your car or whatever. Just a nice, cool reset sticker. I've thought about doing, again, I'm late to the game. I'm always late. Always late. But I got, at CES, I got one of those little, what do you call those, pop sockets. Little pluggy pop socket thingy you put on the back of your phone. And before I went on vacation, I was like, I'm going to create a case with the pop socket. And I always take several cases on vacation with me. And, but I put the phone into that pop socket one. So I was like, you know, I'll be able to hold the phone in some, like if I'm taking a picture of a glacier, you know, something I got to hold on to that phone, right? I got the pop socket. Hold on to it. I kind of enjoyed having the pop socket. You can hold it in your hand. You can prop the thing up. It's a great traveling thing. So I got to thinking, what if we commissioned a reset pop socket? Do you think, do you, think you guys would, if I took like pre-orders, I would have to do pre-orders, if I did pre-orders on the pop socket, would you guys would you guys buy one? I, I'm I'm sure I would just do like a paperclip and put reset on it. Maybe maybe the URL reset.fm. Because I was looking at it, and to create one costs fifteen bucks. I'm like, well, I don't know if it's worth it that much. <laughs> fifteen bucks, yikes! But to do a quantity of one hundred. They're five dollars each, so that's not bad. We could do five. We could we'll find a number five something, and that would cover. I'll throw it in a little uh, bag, and we'll you know send it off. So it would be five something. I mean, let me know. I I don't know where to tweet me reset uh, forums. Just just let me know. We'll we'll if you're interested, it'd be like five something. I'm not I'm not looking to make money. I'm just saying, hey, would you be interested in and maybe I would buy, you know, 10 or 20 out of that 100. If we could get 80 folks that wanted a, a pop socket. I don't know if that's going to work or not. <laughs> I don't know. Is that weird? I, for some reason I think that that's a weird request. I don't know why. I got a, I have a review backlog, folks. I mean, I'm telling you, I've got uh, Fabaro uh, wall plug. I've got a Fabaro uh, wet uh, water sensor. I've got this Netgear switch, this cloud-connected eight-port 
gigabit. It's a managed switch. I need to get that reviewed. I've got strips sensors for home automation. I've got the connected alarm panel. You name it, I am backlogged on it. So there may be some more Patreon reviews. I've I've not seen one yet on the two pieces of gear. Actually, I've sent out three since January. One of them went into the abyss, and I have two out now that I think that we'll get maybe some kind of feedback on it. and Maybe we'll get a little article in the forum, so we'll see. Sometimes when you send out gear like that, and I find this hard myself as someone who gets gear a lot, if you don't like it, sometimes it's hard to write. You know, it's hard to write about it, right? If you like something, it's the words kind of gush, right? But if you just, if it kind of works, but kind of not really, you're just like, ah, this is this is a pain in the butt. I don't want to deal with this anymore. I don't like this thing, and I don't want to write about it. So I get it. I get it. Sometimes it's hard, right? All right, so you know what's coming up. By the time you listen to this, it's probably, you're probably gone already. But hey, it's Amazon Prime Day. And I need to look this up again. It's, it's Amazon says three days away. So what? that's Monday. So it's going to be a day and a half starting Monday. Prime Day, a lot of the big websites are really like pushing on this right now, right? Because it it's like... It's almost like the day after Thanksgiving, right? It's where you put your links on your website, you get a couple of sales, and you make a few commissions. It's good for the web the web guy. It's good for the blogger. It's good for the vlogger. If you get your you know, your your folks that read your site and participate on your site if they click through on your links. It's good. It's good for us. You know, it this is what helps pay the bills. And one of the things that you need to do so you can get the best deals is you, you have to be signed up for Prime. And if you haven't done that yet, you can you can get the free uh, 30-day you know trial version of it if you'd like to. You need to get the app and sometimes they do deals for uh, A-L-E-X-A, where you can only order it via A-L-E-X-A. I don't know if they're going to do that this year, but I'm kind of getting, I'm kind of getting ready to go on Amazon Prime. Years before, I I'll report. Here's what I bought, right? But. You, as a Reset listener and a Reset Forums member, there's going to be a deal or a thread in the forums. So you'll go out to ResetForums.com and look for the deals and look for this Prime Day thread and just throw out what you're looking at. Give me a link to some things, maybe things you bought. Like, hey, I just bought a case of Soylent. That's what I'm seeing right in front of me now. You know, I, hey, I bought a vacuum cleaner. I got an Echo Show or, you know, I, I picked up another case of diapers because they were on sale. Just whatever. It's cool. Just list it and we'll share in the deals. So that's the thing that I like to do is everybody gang up, find the cool deals, you know, switches, uh, wireless gear, 
you know, battery backup systems. We'll find the cool stuff and then we share it to each other. And I'll try to tweet it around. And you can tweet it to me. Tweet it, tag me at McCabe.io, and I'll turn it around and zap it out as well. So we want to share the good deals amongst ourselves and make sure that we all get the cool stuff. And if you shop, if you shop on reset forms, that'd be cool. Cause then I'll get a little kickback. I'll get a, more pennies this year, more pennies than we do normally on, on prime day. It's really cool. I enjoy it. Um, I definitely, if you compare what I spend to what I make on commissions, yeah, it's no comparison. <laughs> I spend a lot more and I'm sure that, uh, most, you know, small players like myself do that, but it, it, it's fun. I enjoy just the deal hunting. I'm a deal hunter kind of guy. There is some Wi-Fi news, and I want to go over a couple of things that have happened since since VK started. And Netgear, in their Orbi line, they kind of squished in a cable modem. So it's weird that they did this because I personally have a Netgear cable modem and it's actually the best cable modem I've owned and I've owned a couple of them and it seems like the cable company just likes to you know ixnay on the on the cable modem every once in a while and just make sure it doesn't work well but this Netgear it's working really good and now they've thrown in the cable modem inside of the Orbi it's you know it's it's the router it's the mesh wi-fi system so it's a cable Orbi and this single guy can cover 4,000 square feet. You know, this is, we've talked about this before. My love of Orbi and my love of Eero and also my disdain with both in certain situations. But if you have, if you have, you know, 4,000 feet, square feet or lower, you got a nice little Orbi house because this thing can pump out some signal and it can push it through walls and get some it's a mighty good bandwidth, so it's a, it's a nice thing to have, is Orbi. And now it's got a cable modem, so that's pretty cool. Check out, I'll try to put a link in the show notes. Sometimes I forget to do show notes. Reset.fm and put a slash on it and put a 4.7. That'll take you straight to the uh, show notes. TP-Link. Now, TP-Link has done their little mesh system but now they're doing it with a smart home hub. Now, I've sort of got a problem with it because it's a smart home hub, but it's not as smart as other smart home hubs, right? It's the Deco Wi-Fi series. It two-pack covers 4,500 square feet. It, it'll add Bluetooth and Zigbee. That's cool. Zigbee's cool. I got a lot of Zigbee stuff. I could probably go over to Zigbee. It cost me a few dollars, but man, I really like my Z-Wave. Hey, I do. I really like my Z-Wave. I don't, I don't know why. I need to count up all the devices I have on Z-Wave. I have two door locks. I guess, I guess you're never getting me out of Z-Wave. I got too much invested in it. So, but there you go. If you don't have something, TP-Link's got a decent little mesh router system and I don't even have the price, but it, Connects up to 4,500 square feet. Oh, it's $299. Well, that's kind of expensive. A single one is, you can if you need another one, you can get it for $179. Now, that's retail. I'm assuming that that's going to be cheaper. Hey, that's something that we really need to 
take a look at during uh, Amazon Prime Days if anything gets thrown on sale. And here's one that I know a couple of readers in the forums have the plume. These guys kind of splashed onto the scene and the plume is really kind of cool because they just plug straight in. They have this little pod that plugs straight into the wall and creates your 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 mesh Wi-Fi system. But now they've got a little bit of updated pod. It's called the SuperPod. So they've improved on everything. The radios are better. I've heard that it's actually really good Wi-Fi performance. It's good signal. It's good locations. It's got security built into it. It's just that pricing is weird. I've read through the pricing model like two, three times, and it's still hard to explain. It's The hardware's cheap, but they're doing a subscription model. Yeah. Now that, oh, to me, that's just weird. That I mean, that's just... I, I almost feel like it's wrong. You're buying hardware, a Wi-Fi... Uh, a Wi-Fi router, an access point, and you're going to make me pay like a monthly subscription plan. So it's kind of an annual plan. So you got to pay, you got to buy the hardware, which is cheaper than the other stuff. And then you got to have $60 a year or $200 lifetime. So then you have to add up all the pods that you need and then add, I don't know, guys, that's, I wonder if this is even DOA, dead in the water to begin with. I just, I can't, uh, I, do, is this cool? I, I, I'm going to have to refer to you guys. We're going to have to talk about this in the forums because I just can't see me doing it. I mean, I would go with something different first before I would do that, I'm thinking. So I maybe I need to put pen and paper down and get get a spreadsheet going or something and figure out what's going to go on pricing wise, but it's plume. It's supposed to be pretty cool stuff. I'll put a link in the, uh, in the show notes. You guys can take a look and see, see what you think about it. But man, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm not getting it guys. I'm not getting this subscription model for Wi-Fi hardware that I've purchased. Okay. We should move on. Another thing that I think that we should look for on Amazon prime day is, Drones. DJI is going to have a couple of deals on a couple of drones. It's Monday, this Monday. And so what I've heard is there's going to be the Mavic Pro for 800 bucks, The Flymore Combo, the Mavic Pro Flymore Combo. Now this is like a little case, an extra battery, some plastic doodads here and there. That's going to be a grand, 1000 bucks. So that's going to be $300 off. They're also going to do a Spark Flymore combo for 500 bucks, And there's probably going to be a couple of more, and I would assume there's maybe some more vendors of uh, drones are going to have some deals. So it's going to be interesting to take a look at that on Amazon Prime Day. Now, that's not why I have drones in the categories for today, because DJI was supposed to have a press conference on the 18th of July and everybody everybody thought that they were going to announce a new Mavic. Now, the, the Mavic Pro is that first foldable drone that, you know, a year ago, 18 months ago, 
you just could not get it. The inventory was, everybody was just buying them. Like, I mean, it was the thing to buy was this Mavic Pro, right? This is probably 18 months ago that they were having, or maybe even two years ago, I <laughs> Um, that they were having uh, inventory issues. If you came to Meetup 17, we flew the, the the Mavic Pro and we flew the Spark and it was really fun. So if you're in the market for a drone, you might want to consider, I mean, you should consider the Spark at least. The Mavic, yeah, it's a little more expensive, but it's got a whole lot more range, better camera, uh, better gimbal, of course. But we need to, uh, we need to, I guess I'll, I'll let you know when DJI reschedules this, this press conference, we were thinking that was going to be the new Mavic, like the Mavic Pro 2. We've seen some leaked photos, the Mavic Enterprise, the Pro 2, whether it's going to have a removable camera, it's going to be modular so you can do, you know, two cameras or you know make it kind of more pro you can make i don't know maybe you could put on an infrared camera night beacon you know something it's going to be um it's going to be interesting to see what they do regardless and what that will also do is hopefully push the prices even lower i mean black friday can you imagine black friday this year it's going to be drones man it's going to be a lot of DJI drones, and hopefully there'll be some really good deals on those. But I wouldn't wait and get into it now. It's beautiful weather to be flying. I flew today. I flew three batteries on the Spark doing uh, a little thing for a friend. So it's, it's, still, it's still a thing, right? It's still, it's still one of my passions, one of my hobbies. Uh, I really enjoy my Sparky. Take it everywhere we go. Sometimes I... I'll take it. I don't fly it, but I'll take it everywhere I go just in case we want to fly it because it's that small. So it's really kind of cool. All right, moving on. There's been a lot of rumors. Scuttlebutt. A word term I used to use in a past life. A lot of rumors about a tablet, a phone, foldable phone, surface phone, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. But it kind of materialized as the Surface Go. Microsoft came out. Well, I think they just, they got a real big leak. And I think that they just said, you know what? Push the button. Publish the site and put the news out. And I, they were they were about to on Tuesday of this past week. In the Anyway, so uh, they put it out late Monday night. It's... That's happened before with Microsoft, so that's no big deal. But Surface Go. So let's talk about this little guy. And it's going to remind you of a couple of things. One, unreleased Surface Mini. And two, Surface 3. Because I know a lot of my listeners and guys in the forums own the Surface 3. I've got one sitting here on my desk in in a dock. So let's just kind of dig into this thing and and see what makes it go. I can't believe I just did that. Did I just? Yeah, sorry. Okay. So the Surface Go is it's got a, it's a ten inch tablet. It's a ten inch Surface. Maybe we shouldn't call it a tablet. We should just call it a Surface because this thing takes all the characteristics of you know the beautiful Surface tablets 
and surface computers that we, we know today. Now it's kind of rounds the edges, rounds the corners just a little bit, making it more like tablet-like. I'm trying not to say iPad a whole bunch during this um, during this conversation, but yes, it's a 10-inch tablet. It has that 3-2 aspect ratio, and that gives it an 1800 by 1200 pixel resolution. Now, you don't want... You don't want much more than that because it would make the screen too small. I think that's a pretty good fit. I'm going to have to look at it. but I think that's a pretty good fit for a 10-inch tablet. Now, help me out here with the ports because it has the Surface Connector. Now, that is going to be for charging and docking. Thankfully, there is a USB-C. Now, I guess there's a lot. You could argue for and against a USB-C, but I personally have come to really like the USB-C world and not terribly concerned about having a device that doesn't have, you know, 5,000 ports on the back and USB ports all along the sides. I'm just not there. I got my USB-C. I can use it for data, and I can use it for charging. I've got a laptop that takes USB-C, and I've got my phone that takes USB-C. So no matter where I turn, there's a, a charging plug, and I can, especially I can charge the, uh, the phone almost anywhere on USB-C in the house. So that's really nice to have that. So that will charge. It'll uh, spit out data and spit out video. So... You're good. Or I guess you could plug in with it, use that, you know, use the uh, USB-C dongles that that are going to have, you know, Ethernet devices and USB-Cs and all kinds of little docks. And there's a ton of stuff out there that's going to take advantage of that and give you extra ports as well. So that's going to be that's going to be a good thing. And if you need that dock, you know that Microsoft uh, came out with that universal dock. That has a gig ether, uh, audio port, mini display ports, and some USB ports. So you're taken care of there. It just, it doesn't like lock into something. It doesn't sit in something, which I believe was stopped with the Surface 3. I actually, we had a thread going in the uh, reset forums and uh, there were some uh, used docks, not used, but maybe refurbs or just sellouts, closeouts. We got them for $17, $18 for the Surface 3. So great, great solution for the Surface 3. Now, the Surface Go, we talked about the ports. We talked, let's keep going with accessories because it has a type cover that's available for it and the pin. So the type cover comes in multiple colors. Let's see, let's get all these colors here. We got burgundy, platinum, cobalt blue and black well that's boring so burgundy 129.99 oh no i don't want to chat platinum 129.99 cobalt blue 129.99 black 99.99 seriously microsoft you're taking advantage of someone that wants to have color in their life seriously all right, black is 99 bucks. By the way, 
if you're eligible for special pricing, like students, teachers, ex-military, this type covers $94.99. Five bucks. Hey, I'll take it. it um, the Surface Go for ex-military is $20 off. So that's not a bad deal. It's not a bad deal. Surface Pin also comes in the multiple colors. And those are, ooh, looks like, is there a sale? $89.99. Platinum, burgundy, black, cobalt blue. The trackpad, by the way, on this keyboard, I, I thought was an oddity. But they say the trackpad is bigger on the Surface Go than it is the Surface Pro. I believe I got that from The Verge. Once again, the trackpad on Surface Go is actually larger than Surface Pro. That's going to be interesting. We like a big trackpad. Now, the Surface 3 <laughs> that I own, I have a, uh, a red keyboard for it, and it's got a minuscule track trackpad. It's hilariously small. It's horrible. Yet, I thought it was the bee's knees when I got it. You know, I gave up everything else, and I used the Surface 3 for the longest time. I, I did. I loved it. All right, so Surface Go, what's inside? We've kind of gone over the outside. Four gigs of RAM in the standard edition there, 64 gigabyte storage, and that comes in at $399. Step up, eight gigs of RAM, 128 gigabytes of storage, and that's $550. Ooh. 150 bucks? You think that's worth 150 bucks? Well, yes, quite possibly it is because the 4 gigabyte version comes with 64 gigs of eMMC storage. Now, I, I'm sure you've heard this argument, eMMC versus SSD. If you have not, I'm going to put a link in the show notes and it's going to kind of explain everything to you and let you know what, what it is. So I'll tell you what it stands for, and you're going to know exactly why we're talking about it being not as good as SSD storage. It stands for Embedded Multi- Multimedia Card Storage, E-M-M-C. So that means that it is fastened onto the motherboard, and it is the same controller that controls, yes, your, SS, your SD cards and that type of memory. Now, it's not necessarily a slow memory, but it is not able to talk as fast as SSD. It doesn't have as many channels of communication as an SSD drive or even some of the newer, faster uh, NVMe uh, SSDs and and, and all that kind of good stuff in the fast storage. So, I'm not going to... uh, I know it's going to be slower because Microsoft has proved itself that they can create a slow drive. Hello, uh, Surface Laptop. But I'm not going. I'm not going to write this off right now. I mean, we don't we don't know what kind of goodies they have in this. Hopefully, they have some magic in here, and we're going to feel a nice, good throughput. It it's a smaller entry level device in the first place, so I'm not sure that we really need that much speed and storage you have to decide honestly if $150 is worth it and I think you're going to get more performance out of that step in RAM you know right off the get-go the SSD is going to be nice but 
I would be interested to, interested to see how the eight gig RAM would perform with the EMMC. You know, because if you're just, I, I don't see myself buying a Surface Go and using a lot of, you know, read and writes to discs. You know, be booting, starting a program, maybe browsing. I don't know. We'll see. I don't want to. I don't want to throw it under the bus. And I know a lot of folks have saying it's not. It's not really worth anything right now. It's. It's going to be slow. You have to step up. So that makes it, you know, five hundred and fifty bucks or you know whatever. So I think before we throw it under the bus, we need to. We need to feel it. We need to make sure we know firsthand how this thing feels. Three seventy nine. For military, the 64 gig version, 128 gig version, 521. Well, that's not too bad. It's pre-order. It's going to ship August 2nd. I would hope that everybody would get it on August 2nd. That would be nice. That would be nice. 1.15 pounds. That's pretty light. That is pretty light. Up to nine hours. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know if we believe that completely, but the Surface 3 did pretty good on its battery test when I tested it, so I would think that this would do somewhat similar, especially if it's Windows 10 S. One thing we haven't hit upon is the processor, which it is the Intel Pentium Gold Processor 4415Y. I guess... Celeron and Atom, those names have met their match, done. They kind of stand for, I don't know, lower speed, lower grade. And now we're into the Pentium Gold. I'm not so sure about the name, but I did dig up a post, or I mean, yeah, an Intel spec sheet that I put in a post there at Reset Forms, and it kind of goes over all the details about the Pentium Gold. It's two cores, four threads, has a base frequency at 1.6 gigahertz, 2 megabytes of smart cache. It's got bus speed. It's got all this processor information that means nothing really to me. I'm sure when actually in at this website, and I'll put this website in the show notes, you can take another processor and compare it back and forth. Uh, this is an Intel uh, spec sheet. The launch date of this die, this processor, was uh, second quarter 2017. So I thought that was interesting. But I'll put that link in the show notes. It's a it's a smaller pro- processor, and there's just one. So you buy the 64-gig version, you get the Pentium Gold. You buy that 128-gig version, you get the Pentium Gold. So there's no upgrade in processor for that. So it is what it is. It's got the typical radio stack, uh, A, B, G, N, and A, C on the Wi-Fi, and Bluetooth 4.1. I hope the Wi-Fi is, I hope the Wi-Fi is better. I'm just going to say I hope the Wi-Fi is better. You've, if you stuck with me from Surface Geeks to now, you know that I've had issues with the, uh, I have Eero access points, and for whatever reason, even when I brought home Surface Laptop, it had miscellaneous issues not as much as some of the surface pros in my past and even my surface 3 but it did have some type of issues with uh wi-fi every once in a while so 
tiny little Intel GPU on this. It's the Intel HD Graphics 615, two-watt stereo speakers with Dolby Audio Premium. Hey, the big thing on this is the Windows Hello camera. Now, what that means is you can do the facial recognition to log in. That's going to be pretty cool. That's the front-facing camera, so it has a 5-megapixel front-facing camera. Um, it lists 1080p Skype HD video, an 8-megapixel rear-facing autofocus camera with 1080p HD video. For, it doesn't say for Skype on that one either. Uh, the buttons on it are volume and power, pretty much just like your surfaces of the past. It comes with the power supply, and that's it. That's it in the box. There's no keyboard. There's no cover. There's no case. There's no pen. You have to buy all of that independently. So your $399 starts turning into, you know, quite a bit of cost if you want to get that going. So add $100 for the keyboard. Add another, well, $90 bucks to $100 for the pen. And $35 for a mount, minimum for a mouse. You can probably find a, a cheapy little uh, Bluetooth mouse if you'd like. Most of us have... Uh, mice laying around listen did you hear that click that's the uh the old surface you know travel mouse that you break in half um 1.15 pounds it's not including the keyboard the type cover that's that's impressive that's less than the um than the surface 3 so i uh i'm curious to get my hands on this now i heard i had i did not verify this because i was not at my machine pretty much all day long. But I heard that the Microsoft Store is going to have them as of today, as of this recording, which is Friday the 13th, 2018. So the store should physically have the Go where you can get your hands on with this thing. So I think that would be kind of neat to uh, get hands on with this. So what do you think? Are you in the market for a Surface Go? Does this fit in the size that you would want? Is this quell your needs for an Android tablet or possibly an iPad? Does this sound like a couch surfing device, newsreader, uh, maybe if you like games? I tell you, um, I think it's, I think the Go term is there for a reason. And it, it's it's striking me as a device that, I might would I like to travel with because I usually get something out on the plane and I've been going phone lately and that's such a small screen it's because I physically don't like getting a laptop out on the small uh, trays in coach don't I don't fly I don't fly business I don't fly premium always in coach and getting a laptop out there is it's just dangerous I mean there's too there's too much water flying around and sodas and the chairs going back and forth and whatnot. But a Surface stands nicely on those. You know, it's almost, you can almost get it vertical and it, you put it at a nice angle and you can see the screen, you can watch movies, whatever you need to do. And if you're a traveler like me and you're not, I'm not a business traveler, but I need to have a machine with me in case something blows up, right? In case I need to log in at home, in case something's going on with the reset forums, 
the podcast, you know, something where I need to get in to something, maybe download a package, unzip it, modify some files and do an FTP, you know, to a server, you know, do backups, whatever. It's it's something I don't want to do on a phone. I can't do on a phone necessarily. And it would be troublesome to do on an iPad as well. But a Windows machine would work great. So I'm wondering, if I had this in my possession, would I opt to leave my laptop at home and just employ the Surface Go? It's lighter, takes less room. The other thing I was thinking is I carry a 13-inch laptop. I'm back on a MacBook, uh, MacBook Pro. And those things sometimes don't fit in hotel safes. You ever use the little hotel safe, the little flat thing where you put the little code in? And sometimes I have to prop up the laptop with something else in order to close the door. And then you can't fit anything else in there. I got my kids' iPads. We've got phones. You know, anything we need to put into it, into that hotel safe, the cruise ship safe, whatever. 13-inch laptops sometimes don't fit. This thing would fit perfectly. I mean, it would it would fit perfectly. So I think someone on the go quite a bit would probably enjoy one of these things. Now, something I I neglected to say is there is an LTE version in the near future. I, well, I say near future. I don't know. Surface 3 LTE version took a while to come out. It would be nice if they just busted out with the Dagum uh, LTE version and let us pick. So I think typically that's going to add 100 to 150 to the price tag in in past days. That's what uh, the fees were. That's going to ratchet it up quite a bit, but I I would really like that. <laughs> that would be a nice option. I certainly don't need it, but I would like it. I am personally... I I might entertain just the device itself. Because don't you know that's going to happen? People are going to leave the store with just the Surface Go. Now I know I, I can almost imagine that the store personnel are highly versed in trying to make sure that they have the best experience possible and you probably want to buy the keyboard. You probably want to buy the keyboard. Now the other thing, I don't do you remember do you remember seeing the Surface Mini uh leaks? I, I say leaks, but most of the pictures leaked after the uh the device was canceled. There was a cover for the Surface Mini. I'm pretty sure that this was released information. I say that with doubt because I I actually saw this in action prior to its being canceled. The Surface Mini had a cover. It was not a keyboard. It was not nothing. It was just a cover. I thought that was pretty neat. I thought I think that might be kind of neat for this as well. I wonder if anyone will release that third party. Now 
speaking of, I wonder if anybody's going to release devices for this uh, in third-party channel as well. Keyboards. I don't know. I guess you could get that Bluetooth keyboard. I've got the... Uh, I actually have one sitting by me right here. It's the uh, Surface Wedge keyboard. I have it hooked up to my Surface 3. Surface 3 is in the dock. It's actually like a PC. And I have the Wedge keyboard next to it if I need to type on it. And um, it doesn't take up a whole lot of space. So that's a pretty neat uh, little keyboard, but I don't know if I want to travel with that. But I've got one. Okay, I'm just rambling. Surface Go. I'm wondering if you're interested in it. What do you think about Microsoft's Play? Does this feel fill the niche that is below Surface Pro, even though when you fully spec one of these out, you're getting up to Surface Pro pricing. But at this beginning, at this beginning tier, $399, I think you are capturing that market that may be looking at that entry-level Chromebook. Uh, hopefully not the... the I, it's hard to compare these devices, right? It's really hard to compare these devices. But I have seen some of the most rickety, horrible Dell and Acer devices in my kids' schools that are just... They're just horrible. And they play little videos on them and, and do little educational games on them. And that was three years ago. And now that this school is all iPads, but I know that those still exist in the educational world. So I don't think that everybody's going to go to these, but this is certainly a nice way to get into the educational market. And I do believe that this is a first, a, uh, I don't know what you call the, the, the first line guys. Um, I've seen, I've seen a guy come over to my house measuring carpet, measuring the, the rooms for carpet. He had a little laser device and it talked to the surface. And I believe it was a surface pro three and it, it did the software and did the room sizing and all that kind of good stuff and saved it and probably transmitted it back to the mothership once he got back to his van. <clears throat> but things like that, first line workers, someone that drops a device on its corner and destroys it is only destroying a $399 device instead of, you know, a $900 or $1,200 device. So I see that being advantageous. What I'd like to do from here is just shut up and stop rambling about Surface Go. Uh, send you over to the Reset Forums, resetforums.com. There's a thread there. There's a brand new uh, category for Surface Go. We have a category for every single Surface in the family. It's under Surface Hardware, and there's everything from the original RT all the way up now to Surface Go. So that's a real neat forum to see all the posts there. Uh, RT is the winner in the uh, in the forum. It has the most posts. Uh, remember, that's how we started. Uh, Surface Geeks <clears throat> was with the uh, with the RT device, and I still have that for uh, sitting in the closet. And don't use it anymore. I do use my Surface Two. I use my Surface Three, but that is all I own for now. I don't have I don't have laptop anymore. I sent that back. It was good. I liked it. 
and I ended up sending it back because I didn't like uh, I didn't like the Alcantara. I didn't like the surface of it. I went to uh, the Microsoft campus <clears throat> and I saw all the dirty, grungy, greasy surface <laughs> laptops, and I was like, "Yeah, um, we're not going to do that. I'm not going to do that." So. <clears throat> It was a great device. I think maybe a new iteration of it, um, something in a, in, a, in a metal would be more suitable for me. I'm considering this. I'm really considering getting one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to weigh all the factors probably this weekend and I'll decide. <clears throat> Again, I'd really like to know what the experience is with just the device, nothing else. And seeing how, seeing how far I could go, Sit, sitting with Windows 10s, using it as a tablet <clears throat> consumption device, and if I need a keyboard, use a Bluetooth keyboard. Maybe next up we'll get those Surface geeks dug out of the closet, Darren and John. Maybe that we can get those guys out here to cuss and discuss about Surface Go, compare it to everything else, talk about the markets that it's uh, aimed towards, and uh, you know have a good old time like we used to on Surface Geeks. I appreciate you listening here on Reset. This has been number 47. Don't forget to head out there to patreon.com slash David McCabe. Get in there on the Patreon. Very inexpensive to do. And it is, I can't even tell you how much that helps support and pay the bills for that server and keep everything going. Keeps the lights on here. And hopefully we can get to that goal, that next step, and get up to that uh, SSD RAID 10 storage. That would be really cool. Don't forget about... Use the reset forums for Amazon Prime Day. That is so important. I want you out there. I want to talk about it. I want to... I'm just going to sit and watch Prime Deals all day long on Monday. And uh, stay close to your Twitter. Follow at McCabe.io and get out there to the reset forums. And watch for that Amazon Prime Day. And have a good time. and Get some, get some good deals, okay? All right. I want to see you here next week. And that's 47. We're out of here. This has been Reset. It can be found at reset.fm or over on YouTube at youtube.com slash David McCabe. Follow on Twitter at McCabe.io and you can discuss this episode and more on Reset Forums. Resetforums.com Intro and outro music is by Darylene. Find it at soundcloud.com Music. That's D-E-R-L-E-E music. Support of this podcast can be done at Patreon, patreon.com slash David McCabe. There's also some shopping links at resetforums.com if you want to use those. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Thank you for your support, and I'll see you next week on Reset.